and welcome everybody to another episode of Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show. I'm your host Sig Daddy and tonight is my TLC Tables, Ladders and Chairs review. I apologize, I did not get to watch this up until tonight because I was in a snowstorm on my way back from Indianapolis last night and was not able to catch the show, but I was able to catch it uh, tonight and finally got it finished up here just a little bit ago. There was eight matches on the card for TLC, seven on the well, seven on the main show, one on the pre-show. Let's just get this kicked off right now. The pre-show is Humberto versus Andrade. It was a rematch from Monday Night Raw. This actually TLC took place in Minneapolis, Minnesota, but. Yeah, this is a pre-show match between Humberto and Andrade callback to Monday Night Raw. I thought it was an alright match. I'm going to give it a B grade. It continues the Andrade-Zelina Vega issues as they're kind of having miscommunication during the matches. I liked how they did a callback to their last match with Zelina's spot the match on Raw. Zelina got hit and then Humberto rolled Andrade up for the win. This time, Andrade got Andrade avoided it, but Humberto ended up winning anyway with a beautiful moonsault. Thought it was an alright match. Good good, good pre-show match, I'll say that. Not sure what they're doing with Andrade right now since he keeps losing. But uh, Raw, I just watched Raw, so it makes it make a little more sense. But uh, yes. And then next we go to the main show. First off, it's the New Day versus the Revival. A ladder match for the SmackDown Tag Team championships so it's it's pretty easy to come to the conclusion that the revival and new day cannot have a really a bad match they could just put they'll have a good match no matter what and this is no different i thought this was a really good hot opener for the show b plus grade for me and the and like like i said these guys are not capable of having a bad match there were some very innovative spots during the match i like the way Oh, New Day retained, by the way. Kofi grabbed the titles. It was There was just some innovative spots, and if you have a chance to go back and watch that match from this pay-per-view, I would definitely go back, because Big E actually hit a big ending off a ladder that was pretty neat. And, I, and Kofi was doing some just Kofi stuff in ladder matches, hitting, jumping from the ring apron up to the springboarding to the ladder just doing typical Kofi stuff during the ladder matches just stealing the show like they usually do New Day does and then uh next was Murphy versus Alistair Black Buddy Murphy versus Alistair Black um it was cool at the beginning they were sitting Indian style they faced each other before the match even started but I thought this was a pretty good match very 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 hard-hitting action I liked it stiff action in this and uh the only thing I thought about this match was that uh, the crowd heard it at times. I just, the crowd, there's two reasons why this does The crowd wasn't into this match really as much as it could have been. Is one, these guys haven't been utilized very well on the main roster since they've been called up. They're, they just haven't had, like I said, they haven't been utilized very well on the main roster since they come came up. And then second, we were coming off the tag team ladder match, which was a pretty really a pretty hot opener, and the crowd was it was kind of a break for them. But really, then the finish I really liked the finish of this match. 
Uh, Alistair Black did win with Black Mass. I liked how they traded strikes off before the black they like they were trading off big strikes between each other and then alistair black just hits a black mass out of nowhere that's very similar to an rko where it can be hit out of absolutely nowhere i really like the way that the black mass has been used so far it's kind of a flash finish and then up next was the viking raiders versus the oc gallus and anderson for the raw tag team championships this show was good up until this point. The first three matches were really, really good. I thought it was a pretty good, it was a pretty dang good start for this show. I was like, all right, we're off to a good start. But then once the show, after this match, just made the show completely just go off a cliff, pretty much. It was the the first part of this was the KFC best seat in the house. I know somebody said on Twitter it was like comparison to the Cracker Barrel Challenge or whatever, which was a hardcore match actually, but this was just a regular tag team match. But it was the Viking Raiders following up their open challenge against the Street Profits for the tag championships. With this one, the OC answers it. The match wasn't that bad. It was just, the match was alright. But this, really I thought this match only existed to set up a match on Raw. Hint, hint, it did. But it was a non-title match, which makes no sense then. And then it was also, and we could have just done this the the show match on Raw instead of just instead of this match on the pay-per-view, which was absolutely pointless. The really the only point of this was to set up someone going through the the KFC table, and I just kind of shook my head at this pretty much. I just there's no point of having this match on the show. It all if all it was was going to set up a non-title match on Monday Night Raw the next night. This match shouldn't have existed, period. That's why it gets a D-plus grade for me. But I don't know if I mentioned this, Murphy and Black, I gave that a B. So before we, before I continue, I'm going to give you a quick recap so far. Uh, grade for the Humberto Andrade match was a B. Main show, well, the New Day versus Revival ladder match, that was a B-plus. Murphy versus Black, B. And then we got the Viking Raiders versus the OC for the Raw Tag Team Championships. I gave that a D plus. So we were off to a good start. And then it started tanking down. And the next match doesn't help either. TLC match versus uh, Corbin versus Reigns. Uh, Corbin coming into this match had his own security. Uh, Reigns at, at first throws the guard through a table on the ramp. Corbin actually used the dog food in the match to set up a table spot. Which was kind of stupid, but it, it worked, I guess. And got it, it shot up for a choke slam through the table. And really, this match was just horrible. It was horrible. It was slow. It was it dragged on for what seemed like forever. Corbin, his offense is just not. It doesn't work with me. It's too slow. He has two cool moves in his whole arsenal, and that's about it. And that's the deep six and the end of days. And, and, and honestly, this match was overbooked to oblivion because there was 10 people that got involved. There was at least like 10 people that got involved. That included Corbin Security, Dolph Ziggler, and The Revival. And I don't know. Like, and I, like I said, it went way too long. I thought it went 10 minutes too long. This could have been accomplished in... Whatever they wanted to accomplish was in 15 minutes. 
And I don't really know what the end game of this is for Reigns or... Well, it seems like Corbin's push is continuing. And then Reigns, I don't know what's going to happen with him next. Is he going to get his buddies back or is he going to get the Usos? I, I don't know what this is going to lead to, but it was a bad match. Terrible finish. Overbooked crap. I don't even know what to say. It's just, it was just, just the drizzling craps. I'm going to give it a D grade. Up next was Miz versus Bray Wyatt. And by the way, Baron Corbin did win that match, if you didn't already know. <laughs> grade D for Corbin versus Reigns, the tables, ladders, and chairs match. Miz versus Bray Wyatt was up next. Firefly, the Firefly Funhouse version of Bray Wyatt. So it wasn't the Fiend this time, and we didn't get the awful putrid lighting for Bray Wyatt. But I thought this was an interesting match. It was kind, of, it was an odd match, but I didn't think it was bad because Bray Wyatt was not. He didn't want to use his anger on the Miz. Miz got almost all the offense in. And he was just kind of getting sick enjoyment out of being in pain. The match really ends after Bray Wyatt hits his sister Abigail um, outside of the ring, and then puts him in, gets Miz back inside of the ring, hits another one, and gets the win. Match wise, I I'm giving it a C plus. Wasn't that great? And then mostly it set up the post match angle with Daniel Bryan. Their fiend shows up on screen post match. Then the fiend instructs him to pull out the big mallet without saying he didn't say a word. Then Daniel Bryan he Daniel Bryan comes out after the lights. Actually, the lights were turning out. Daniel Bryan shows up in a hoodie. Hits the running knee, then pulls off the hood, and his hair is shorter due to his hair is shorter because his hair got all pulled out a couple weeks ago when Bray Wyatt, the fiend, dragged him underneath the ring. Brian gets in his signature offense and then hit another knee and then stomps to Wyatt's face, gets ready to use the mallet, then the lights turn off and turn back on, and Bray Wyatt's disappeared. And I liked how they played up the fact that. Brian has changed, but not the way Wyatt may have wanted. And I and I like the I like I like Mrs. Fire in this match too. I I thought it was all right. I didn't think it was really that special, but it got the job done for what it was supposed to be. Miz being the motivated guy, and then Bray Wyatt kind of being reluctant to use his offense, but when he did, he was vicious and got it done. Two sister Abigail's C plus grade for me. Not bad. But then next we got it got worse. It got worse. It continued the downhill trend continued and it was a C grade for my next match. It was Lashley versus Rusev in a table match. And like I said, my prediction on Raw came true. Rusev got the advantage and then guess what he did on the pay-per-view? He lost. And now can we just move on from this please? Please, please, please. Can we just move on? This this angle's awful for everybody. And it's not and I'll address my I'll address what happened on Raw 
on the weekend review coming up this Thursday. See, it wasn't a bad match, but I still this Lashley wins after a he hits actually after Lana rakes Rusev's eyes. Lashley he hits the spear on a table, doesn't break, and then just bellies to bellies, belly to bellies Rusev into another table. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a C grade on that. And then the final match of the show was Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch versus the Kabuki Warriors and Kyrie Sane and Asuka. And man, this was a good match. This was a good match. There's a couple matches on this show that I'd go out of my way and watch. And this is one of them. Very good action. Good TLC match. I'm going to give it a B grade. But I thought the finish was kind of flat with the rope. As Asuka had, there was a the rope. They used the rope earlier in the match. They tied up Becky, Kyrie Sane, and Becky, not Kyrie Sane, and Asuka tied Becky Lynch to a ladder. I thought that was a really cool spot there where they tied them both, tied them up, tied her up. But they used that same ladder later in the match, and Becky's climbing it up at the climbing up of it, up it at the end. And then Asuka's outside the ring, pulls the rope. Becky falls and just kind of hits the rope a little bit, and then it takes like. Two minutes before Asuka really gets up the ladder and gets the and grabs the titles, but I thought this was a good match and enjoyable main event. But then they did this thing, the post match. They did this post match thing where they're all brawling, and Roman Reigns ends up hitting a spear on Corbin into a crowd of people and they're like the tag teams like the Viking Raiders and the Revival are brawling and stuff. I didn't get to see all that because I I just got, I just pretty much watched the wrestling on this show and that was practically it. But I saw this at the end and it did even get, the the fans didn't even get a moment to let the Asuka Kyrie Sane tag team championship victory to sink in and that TLC match that was pretty dang good and it like like completely overshadowed what they did. And I thought that was a little ridiculous, and I thought that was really, really stupid on their part. I, 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 sh- I show some respect. There was no need to do that angle, and no one, and this Roman Reigns, Baron Corbin crap is getting to be so stupid. Oh, the first thing he did was with the big dog, that stupid stuffed animal, and then we do this thing with the dog food, and this has just been crap after crap after crap and this topped it all off on those big pile of crap you don't even let the moment sink in get you don't even let the fans you don't give the fans the opportunity to let that moment of Kyrie Sane and Oscar retaining their tag team championships sink in you don't even let that moment sink in for them because you just jump to the next thing, which was that Baron Corbin Roman Reigns brawl that really, honestly, no one gives two flying craps about it. Anymore. I d- I thought the finish was a little bit flat, but overall, I thought the match was pretty good, pretty good match for the main event of the show. Respect goes out to Kyrie saying she worked through that match with a concussion, and when I don't know how she did it, but she did a great job. Kudos to all the ladies for putting their buys on that lo- on the line in that match. I enjoyed it. Overall grade for this show, in all honesty, is a C. It was quite honestly one of the worst shows I've seen this year.
I, the the three matches with the Viking Raiders, Corbin and Reigns, and Lashley and Rusev tanked the show. Just absolutely tanked the show. I thought this was worse than Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel wasn't even that bad. I thought Crown Jewel was a slight upgrade from all their other Saudi Arabia shows. But this was terrible, and this is a horrible way to end the year. Need to get it together. I really want to be a fan, but it's sometimes hard to be a fan when you put terrible storylines together. And then the matches are not very good either. Overall grade C for me. And speaking of ugly, I have a special episode coming to you in just a couple of weeks before the end of the year. I will give you a date when I give you my weekend review review this coming well this Thursday. I will give you a date when my year-end review will be up. I will give you the good, the bad, and the ugly in the professional wrestling world from 2019. The good, the bad, and the ugly from 2019. There's plenty of it, and I will give you my main points of emphasis from WWE, AEW, NWA, the whole shebang, the whole every show I go over, every well, every company I cover, and then maybe some other ones sprinkled in there. But it should be enjoyable. It should be fun. I'm I'm looking forward to giving it to you here in the next couple of weeks. But be, but stay tuned for that. Here soon, I will update you on social media. And if you haven't already, follow me on social media, Twitter and Facebook, at SigDaddyRussell. And then, if you haven't already, subscribe to my podcast on Podbean, Apple Podcast, and on Spotify. But yes, the Weekend Review, that will be up this Thursday. So stay tuned for that and much more. As always, this is SigDaddy signing off, thanking you all for listening. And so long, everybody.